Welcome to the Tap Into Safety podcast, where Dr. Suzanne Barn, CEO and co-founder, discusses the latest research, reports and interesting topics to help health and safety, human resource and training professionals in their efforts to keep every worker safe every day. Thanks for joining me today. For this podcast, we're going to have a look at how you can write an engaging safety induction. Because all organisations have a duty to onboard new employees, but many fail to deliver an engaging safety induction. Your new employees need to understand the risks and hazards associated with working with you in their new role in your organisation. And it would help if you consider that your new employees may have little experience in your organisation's working environment because, you know, they may be moving from a completely different industry to work for you or this may be their first job. The problem with workplace training, and particularly the safety induction, is that it's often delivered as death by PowerPoint training with text-heavy slides. And if you've got really fancy, you may have put those into an online template. And some organisations use videos. Now, videos can be out of date very quickly. And often they show workers being injured with blood and trauma. Now, research shows that using this shock value type of video training really doesn't help people to engage because they turn off mentally when they see something that alarms them or worries them. And the problem with PowerPoint slides, of course, is that they're likely to be used in the hundreds. And some online induction training is merely a text manual placed onto an online multiple choice question template. And in these instances, there's no accommodation for workers with poor literacy or where English is not their primary language. Delivering training using these methods goes against all adult learning principles that encourage an engaging safety induction. Because after all, you know, you want your new employees to remember what you train and you need the learning to transfer into safe practice. You not only need to meet your compliance obligations, but you also need to ensure your new employees understand the workplace hazards in their work environment and how to keep themselves and others safe. And this is also the time that you can demonstrate the importance that your organisation places on safety as your new employees start their journey within your organisation's safety culture. So let's take a look at what goes into a safety induction. What are the nuts and bolts? Well, first of all, you need to inform your new employees about the hazards and risks in their workplace. You then need to link your organisation's health and safety policies and procedures and achieve a sign-off that they have read and understood them. Next, you need to emphasise the importance of safe work practices in the work that they do and their responsibility to keep themselves and others safe. You should stress the responsibility your employees have in reducing incidents and accidents. You should then present your workplace's rules about smoking, breaks, your code of conduct and fitness for work and outline the procedures for reporting incidents and injuries and near misses. From here, you need to instruct about the evacuation and emergency procedures for your workplace, including emergency exits, 
evacuation instructions, assembly points and the use of fire alarms and firefighting equipment. You should inform your employees about first aid and other emergency contacts. Providing information on your employee assistance program if you have one in place is very important and you need to instruct your employees on where they can seek help for mental health concerns. You should be training your employees on workplace bullying and how to interact with others. And finally, inform your employees on the types of personal protective equipment that they will need to wear in order to perform their work safely. So that's the introductory part of your safety induction complete. But if you work in a high risk industry, the next section of your safety induction should cover all areas that may create workplace hazards in more detail. For example, you might need to include information on slips, trips and falls, manual handling, working around powered mobile plant, handling and storage of chemicals, isolation and lockout procedures, suspended loads, signage, confined space and working at height, and the list goes on. You might also need to devote a section of your safety induction to environmental hazards, such as working around native flora and fauna, Aboriginal heritage if you're working in Australia, chemical spills and waste management and ground disturbance. Another area that you should include in your safety induction is a discussion on fitness for work that covers areas such as fatigue, both physical and mental, sleep, medication and alcohol consumption, working hours and mental health. You now know what needs to go into a safety induction, but how do we make it engaging? Because it's no good if you spend hours and hours developing your safety induction content, pack it full of information, start to do your delivery, and then watch your new employees drift off after the first 10 minutes. Another problem you actually have apart from content that can be non-engaging is the fact that so many organisation safety inductions are so similar that your new employees often feel that they've seen this and they've done all this before. Their only thought is, you know, how do I get out of this? How do I get through this as quickly as possible? When the whole purpose of your safety induction is to prepare them to work for you and to keep themselves and others safe. So there are some things you can do to create an engaging safety induction. The first is to use a lot of visuals. Try to avoid heavy text-based training because it's difficult to read and absorb the information, especially if your employees have literacy issues. Instead, use visuals such as videos, photos, diagrams and charts to portray the message wherever you can. The second tip is to use stories. Wrap the information in stories and metaphors because this helps to provide lived experience and an emotional connection to the information. When we emotionally connect to something, we remember the message. You need to use positive language. Your new employees are starting work with you and you need your safety induction to be a positive experience. Try to tell them what they can do rather than what they can't. The fourth tip is to try participative learning methods. That's a bit of a mouthful. But what it means is that you're avoiding 
passive learning experiences. You want your new employees to participate. If you're training in the classroom, try to use active demonstrations and ask your new employees to have a try themselves where you can. Ask them about their own experiences and how they relate to the training. If you're training online, you can create an engaging safety induction by using gaming techniques with puzzles, games and quizzes. You need a robust assessment. Your safety induction must have a robust assessment. That's not just a multiple choice tick and flick where you choose three out of four of the answers or all of the above. Using these types of tests sends a message that the training is not valued or important to your company. It also does not protect you in the event that you have a serious incident. You should try to mix up your assessment to include a variety of quiz formats because this will improve the message recall and retention. And finally, keep your training succinct. Shorter training delivery is not a sin and it doesn't mean that you don't cover all that you need. Too often, we see safety inductions cram full of information to make the organisation look good. However, short, sharp deliveries that get to the point and deliver critical information usually result in better learning retention. With the onset of the coronavirus pandemic, many organisations are looking to move their safety induction training online. Now you can achieve an engaging safety induction by using technology to deliver it online. It not only saves you time and money, but you also gain consistency in the messaging. Because when you rely on face-to-face -face training, you can't control the content or the delivery method and inconsistency can creep in. And most importantly, if you use technology and place it online, you can create an engaging and immersive experience and this has been shown to improve knowledge retention. Now you have several options to moving your safety induction training online. You can use online platforms that provide templates for you to create your own content and assessments. These software platforms are generally inexpensive. However, they require a considerable amount of time to develop the content, and you need to be mindful of the quality of the materials that you upload. Secondly, you could use online platforms that have pre-built out-of-the-box training content that you can plug and play. These save you time and money and the quality is generally very good. Then there's the other end of the spectrum, which is using virtual reality and augmented reality technology to provide a fully immersive experience. Now, generally, the training content is engaging and interactive. However, these platforms are expensive to create content, they require facilitation to use the hardware, and they need a dedicated training space. So you can see you have some decisions to make. Do you go one end of the spectrum that requires you to do all the work? Do you take something that's in the middle that's already got content developed? Or do you spend the time and money to produce a fully immersive experience using VR or AR? To wrap up this podcast, I'll summarise with a few key points. So when you're bringing your new people into your organisation, you need to consider your safety induction and whether it's engaging or not. 
And at this time, you also need to demonstrate the importance that your organisation places on health and safety because your new employee is starting on their journey within your organisation's safety culture. Now, many organisations have a problem in that they're trying to deliver their safety induction, but it's not engaging because they're relying on PowerPoint deliveries in the classroom or they've placed the, that same delivery online. And the other problem is that many organisation safety inductions are almost the same as everybody else's. And they're failing their employees because they're not retaining the information because it's just the same old, same old, I've been here before and I'm not listening to what you're training me in. So there are several steps that you can take to make an engaging safety induction, including using visual, storytelling, lived experience, interactivity and robust and varied assessments. But it's really critical that you keep your safety induction succinct and not overload your new employees with text heavy information because they'll very quickly disengage and the learning will simply cease. Now, given we have a coronavirus pandemic, moving your safety induction online is probably a really good thing to do right now. Not only will it save you time and money, but it's also a way of you having consistency in your training content and a way to be able to move your training out of the classroom. Because ultimately, your aim should be to transition the learning in your safety induction into your new employee's safe work practice. You have been listening to Dr. Suzanne Barn, CEO and co-founder of Tap Into Safety. If you would like to read more about this topic and other related topics, or to contact them for more information, please visit their website at www.tapintosafety.com.au. If you'd like to hear more of these podcasts, search for Tap Into Safety on iTunes or your favourite podcast provider. Until the next time, we hope you keep safe and well.